The sun is shining sporadically and it came out just now and illuminated the snag at the top of this beautiful ponderosa tree, a ponderosa that is dying. The top half is, is done. The top half is silvery. There's no more greenery on it. The branches have dropped off. And I've been watching this tree die on my walks here at Burning Tarot in the kingdom of Middle Oregon for several years. And I get sad about the fact that this tree is dying sometimes. Today, some movement caught my eye. And at the very tippy tippy top of the snaggy, dying, dead part of this tree, there was a sweet little bird landing on the snag. And then I thought, what a weird angle it's landing at. And there's another bird with it. And I think I better put my glasses on for this. And it's a nest. I don't know what these little birds are called, but they're awfully cute. And they have constructed a beautiful little nest at the very tippy top. And these birds, you know, a lot of birds around here, they need death. They need a dead tree, a snag, in which to make their nest. And the dead or dying trees provide them with food. Because the little bugs bore into those trees. And they're eating something up there. There's little, um, maybe it's little pieces of pine cone or something. That sounds more like a squirrel. But uh, some little bits are drifting down from the nest that remind me of the, um, the little flippy inside parts of the pine cone. Hi, cuties. Look at you guys. Oh, oh my goodness. How wonderful. So, welcome to Burning Tarot. I'm T. Every week we take a nature walk and we pull... A card. Okay, so it's not every week. It's, you know, approximately whenever I happen to do it. But it's around a week-ish. And um, today, our card is, uh, is a really appropriate one for a difficult time. For a difficult time in which there is a great deal of hope and in which we may need to pay attention to our personal sense of responsibility and really delineate for ourselves, okay, what am I responsible for in this moment? And how do I respond? Ooh, maybe you can hear some of these birds. This tree is a good example. It's not the only one that's dying around here. And so as a person of this earth who leads a modern life, and is uh, right here in the middle of climate change. I might, um, you know, frankly freak out over the environment, over my connection to nature and what I personally do to my planet and how the planet's changing and how a lot of that involves systems that are much bigger than me. So I work to change those systems or I work toward just trying to sort out what's going on and there's a helplessness that we can have in the face of something so huge. 
And is there a way for helplessness to be okay? I guess. Or a sense of, I can do right speech, I can take right actions without wallowing in current events or in humongous issues like climate change to such a degree that I become unable to enjoy the bounty, the gifts, the beauty of this world. What if sometimes when I'm freaking out about this stuff, I'm failing to notice that this is all part of a natural process too? The tree is beautiful. The tree dies. While it is still in the process of dying, it hosts new life. These beautiful little birds and their little eggs. So, that's the kind of thing that it's useful to draw a card for. And during a week when some of us have been paying attention to the news and looking towards Ukraine and feeling a great deal of compassion and, you know, empathy and and general awfulness for the Ukrainian people. And for the poor little young Russian soldiers who find themselves there. So, kind of a rough week. And for it, for helping guide us through to the next period of time, we have drawn the Strength card. Well, this is super duper appropriate. Um, We're using the Morgan Greer today. This is a very colorful 1970s deck, um, mostly based on the Smith Rider weight, the imagery and numbering system used in that deck. So uh, in that system, strength comes in at number eight of the Major Arcana. And in this card, we see a woman... And uh, it's a white woman with blonde hair, you'll be shocked to hear. Um, And she is bending over and caressing a lion. So strength is the image of the lady and the lion. The lion um, could take her down could chew on her hand, which is right at its mouth. The lion could run away, but the lion is doing none of these things. The lion is hanging out with the lady. The lion is finding himself. It's a male lion with a mane and everything. Finding himself subdued and perhaps wanting to be subdued, wanting to be in interaction with a calm strength, a feminine strength that is different from his own wild, masculine, lion dude strength, right? So when this card comes up, the first thing it lets us know is that we're going to be in some kind of position where we really need to draw on some strength. It's a major arcana card. It's, um, it's like, hey, you're, you're really going to need this coming up. The other thing this card lets us know is that, oh, by the way, you have this. You got this, right? No, seriously, you already have this strength within you. In fact, you have both parts of this card within you. 
and your uh, gender expression, identification, biological gender at birth, all those things, doesn't really matter. Uh, masculine and feminine are important principles in various metaphors and poetics and um, esoteric and magical practices. We all have these forces within us. And this card is showing us that the two can get along and that what we need right now, actually, um, is bo is to listen to both of them and to trust our feminine side. To trust that she is strong enough to take on a frickin' lion. So if we have um, sort of inner hidden lions, let's say, that's one way that this card can be interpreted. Uh, Rachel Pollock of 78 Degrees of Wisdom, I know she leans in that direction with the idea that the lion represents um, internal energies. Maybe, um, I find that people who, who go along with this metaphor kind of, it's kind of like uh, the lion is, is like our underworld journey stuff. It's hidden subconscious uh, material that comes roaring out. And if it's just left to run around and do whatever it wants to, it would be kind of like, you know, letting a lion out of a zoo. The zoo lion probably doesn't know how to interact with its immediate environment. Um, it's running around, you know, a city or a suburb or whatever. And maybe it's hungry, maybe it's scared, maybe it's aggro, and it's rushing around, and they, you know, they call the police. So that's kind of what we don't want to happen when our inner lion needs to come out and be acknowledged. Maybe it needs to roar a little bit, but then maybe we got to settle it down. And the strength card tells us, well, we, we already have what it takes to settle our lion down. And it's not like, well, shove the lion back in its cage and, you know, it's not that. It's this very gentle, lovely, feminine, womanly energy. It's like, come here, lion. Come here. Let's settle down. Maybe I'll give you a treat. I'm listening to you. I hear you. But I also need you to settle down. And if I, I'm starting to sound like I'm talking to a child, because <laughs> I've had a few conversations like this recently, right? I have children. Um, it doesn't always work, right? Trying to settle someone else down. But we do it from a loving place, right? If we have kids, if we interact with kids, or a good friend, right? A friend who's freaking out and you, you're trying to help them. But they need to settle down in order for the people around them to feel safe. So we might have that feeling inside us, too. The roaring lion wants to come out. It's a beautiful semi-sunny day here in the National Forest. And you know, the sun is, a, uh, is the ruler of Leo, the lion, in the zodiac. So it's kind of a leonine... Um, image that I have walking through the forest right now with the sun, the late, late winter, early spring sun 
splinting off everything and all the snow is finally gone. That's kind of a lion energy, moving the sun out, shaking, you know, shaking off the snow, moving forward, moving forward. But it can get roary and dangerous. There's claws and teeth involved. And the lion might not understand that, you know, that maybe he's being a big scary jerk. So our job is to find it within ourselves to soothe, to hear and listen, to accept, and to find a part of ourselves that is perhaps not fearless, but reasonably confident. And that calmness, which we see in this card, that calmness, you know, gets to the lion. If we just started roaring at him and we don't have the teeth, we don't have the claws, we don't have the full body strength of a lion. So if we come with our gentle maiden self and (laughs) start snarling at the lion, well, you know, maybe it's not going to work out so great. But with the confidence and calmness that we secretly have somewhere in there, we can come up and offer the lion the opportunity to settle down, to be petted, to be tamed, domesticated. It's an interesting card because uh, the lion obviously has wildness to him. That's what, I mean, he's just a symbol of sovereignty, doing what you want, being wild roar, saying what you want. But anybody who's seen the Lion King also knows there's responsibilities and stuff that the lion's got to carry around out of his pride. And um, and the lady vibe can help us handle our own internal lion. So I think this is a wonderful card to draw at this time. We can encourage ourselves to calm down. We can look into techniques that help us do that, right? For me, it's wandering around out here in the woods, as you're hearing me do right now. It's also um, different types of meditation, exercises to help calm the vagus nerve. Not the Las Vegas nerve, that's a whole different story. But, you know, the vagal nerve theory stuff. Um, exercise, which I don't get enough of, and all the various self-care techniques that people go on and on about on the internet, right? They're important. It's important that we find ourselves in a grounded position. It's important that we find that calmness that we see in the, the receptive, strong feminine of this card. And it's important that we find ways of regulating our interaction with screaming stressors. I won't pretend to have completely solved this one for myself. I do have some techniques that help because I tend towards news addiction, 
used to be a Facebook addict and recently rejoined because someone that I um, that I used to know and that I just think dearly of is dying and people are gathering around the Facebook deathbed to say goodbye and I wanted to be part of that so I find myself confronted with the nightmare that is Facebook um, so these are just my my things that uh, that are difficult for me to be calm in the face of and I know that that's going on with a lot of people because we're concerned about the war we're concerned about various things in our world Drawing this card tells us that we are strong enough to bear our share of that. Our share of the misery, our share of the joy, our share of the, the urge to roar and complain and protest and freak out and try to change things. There's a positive aspect to that energy. But for right now, the important thing is we listen to our lions, but we calm them and we calm ourselves. This enables us to spring into action in different ways at different times. So for those of you who are feeling really settled in yourselves and doing well, um, I would say try to spread that calm to others. This is a good time for feeling your strength and sharing your calm, sharing the healthy good parts. Not a great time to whip people into action. Um, it would probably work because everybody's lions are freaking out, <laughs> right? So uh, you might get effective, um, effect, be very effective for those of you who are activists, for example, uh, at whipping people into a frenzy about an issue. Probably a good time for that in the short term. But in the long term, think about whether you want the people that are on this long haul with you to feel really shitty during a time that's already jangling a lot of people's nervous systems. I've mentioned the news. Maybe I haven't mentioned the astrology of the moment. There's stuff going on. People are all jangled and and uh, freaked out. So I think it's a good time for us to encourage ourselves and each other to do this feminine principle, calmness, reducing anxiety, reducing fear, reaching out from places of strength. Obviously, we don't roll over and give up during these phases and completely stop doing any activism. But uh, being aware of burnout and being aware of um, people's fragility, you know, if we um, manipulate their fragile state, even if we're doing it to good ends, um, it's not cool. <laughs> if you're doing that, you may as well be Mark Zuckerberg or Donald Trump or something, right? So um, think about gentleness and calmness and how we can move towards positive change from places of gentleness and calmness. Um, many of you know that the amazing Vietnamese Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh, 
high um, died maybe a month ago now. And I've been listening to some of his interviews and speeches and things and really taking inspiration uh, from this incredible, you know, world-changing activist. And he's very, uh, he's very clear about the fact that you have to start with yourself. That we have to start with ourselves. That our state of peace, calmness, love, that that's where we begin to change the world, is by coming to a state like that within ourselves. And then maybe that affects our family. That affects the people around us. Eventually the community. Uh, eventually the world. And he's kind of, you know, I mean, he's super famous for, you know, saying, like, engaged Buddhism is a thing. And we're not going to hide in the monastery and meditate. We're going to come out and change the world. But we're going to do it from this place of using our techniques, our practices to achieve this peace and love within ourselves instead of just raging out into the world, demanding that it change and throwing whatever (laughs) grenades and petitions at it. So I've been thinking about that stuff a lot. Um, I do want us all to change the world. I also know that ponderosa trees will die. That ponderosa tree was was planted here. The Forest Service turned, well, not the Forest Service, but the whole, all the settlers and stuff to this part of the world. They chopped down the original forests, most of them, and planted these uh, tree farms that we call national forests. It's a different, it's a not, you know, part of me wants it to be some ideal from 1712 many years ago it must have been better but even then trees died and birds found their habitat through the death of those trees and pine cones hit the earth and new trees began to grow so some balance between acceptance trying to understand larger, larger patterns and still maintaining strength, strength of expression, strength of a roaring lion and the hope of making positive change. So I hope that the strength card is a, is a good companion for you this week. I think it will be for me. And I'm gonna take a picture of it in one of my favorite little altars out here in the woods. It is an old, old ponderosa stump. You can see that it's been burned on the inside. And, um, yeah, it's a special place. And I, uh, it's, it feels, well, I feel a little shy about sharing this place with you. But it also feels good. So I hope you like the photo, hope you like the card, hope you like the podcast, and I hope you have a calmer week than I had last week. I plan to do the same. Uh, The $20 quick readings are still available. 
up until I head out on vacation in about, I'm not sure, 10 or 12 days, I think. So if you want to grab yourself one of those, it's tiffanyleebrown.com. There's a link that says shop. And as always, feel free to get in touch, burningtarot at gmail.com. I do love to hear from you guys about how and whether the podcast or the personal readings are intersecting with your life. It's very interesting stuff. And what you've been telling me recently is um, it seems like a lot of you are planning moves. That's the big theme. Uh, Some are starting new artistic projects and jobs, and some are actually moving, uh, moving, like moving house, go to a new city, this kind of thing. Um, Quite a bit of that going on, and some of you are just planning or hoping on those kinds of moves. If you're going through that kind of change right now, while the world is also extremely unsettled, uncertain, please know that you're not alone. Lots of Burning Tarot listeners are are obviously going through something similar. And that's why I like receiving the emails, uh, because then I can can just see what's going on with everybody. Um, As for me, well... I don't know if I'm going anywhere other than one vacation that I'm very much looking forward to. Otherwise, I think I'll be wandering through the woods of Central Oregon for weeks and weeks to come. We'll just have to see. And I will continue drawing a card for you each week or so. All right? So, thanks, friends, for all your support. Ciao. Tea.